Welcome to Hope for the Heart. Thank you for joining us today. My name is William Rogers, and this is really a prophecy update. The purpose of this is to answer your questions or to bring you information from time to time on uh, what's going on in prophecy or the signs of the times. Or, as I'm going to do many times, I will just spotlight certain events of the second coming events and, and answer or talk about those. This one is going to be answering the questions that came forth from last time. Last time I talked about the uh, battle of uh, uh, Ezekiel in 38 and 39, Gog and Magog. And so today I want to answer those questions, but I want to uh, begin reading in Matthew chapter 24. Again, just a verse to kind of introduce some of this. And it's found in Matthew 24, verses 6 and following. You will be hearing of wars and rumors of war. See that you're not frightened, for those things must take place, but that is not yet the end. That's Matthew 24, 6. 7 says, For nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. All these things are merely the beginning of birth pains. The last time I talked about the war mentioned in 38 and 39 and simply asked the question, is this that we're seeing with Russia today actually included in Scripture? And there's no one who can definitively say yes or no to that question. I had one person say to me, it didn't seem like I knew what I was talking about because I couldn't give a definitive answer. Uh, but no, nobody can. But what we can do is we can look at the things that are relating to what we're seeing right now and possibly give a description of what we see in relation to what is actually listed in Scripture. And so to do that, I want to answer a question that came last week uh, by several of you, and it, uh, it, it, it was asked in different ways, but basically the question was this. What is the Battle of Armageddon? And is it mentioned in Ezekiel 38 and 39? Another asked the question, are the three places where Gog and Magog actually mentioned, uh, are they all the same actual battle? And so I want to answer uh, that as best I can today by giving you some information. Now, I want to start with the Battle of Armageddon uh, because it is a, it's a very confusing thing, but it's also a very important thing. And I want to mention these three uh, again because there is a phrase in these that is it's called Gog and Magog. And uh, that seems to be a, a conflict in some people's thinking uh, because we find it in three different places in the Bible that's uh, specific to what I'm talking about today. There are actually three different battles. One is Gog and Magog mentioned Ezekiel 38 and 39. And uh, we talked about that a little last time. I'm going to compare it today to a second one conflict that's mentioned, which is the Battle of Armageddon, which is found in Revelation 16, uh, 16 and then Revelation 19, 15. And then, of course, there's the third one, which is the Gog and Magog uh, related to Satan's release at the end of the kingdom age, found in Revelation 20, 7 through 9. Now, I know that most people never see these three together, but they they as I have been made aware that some people think, well, they're the same because of the phrase Gog and Magog. And so I want to take a look at that. But the final conflict uh, of, of before Christ comes is called the Battle of Armageddon. And this, uh, this conflict is with the nations of the earth, and they're going to gather together in a place called Armageddon. Now, that's found in Revelation sixteen sixteen, and I just want to read 14 through 16 for you. It says in Revelation chapter 16, verse 14, I think I said that wrong, but Revelation 16, verse 14, says this, For they are spirits of demons, 
performing signs which go out to the kings of the whole world to gather them together for the war of the great day of God the Almighty. Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and keeps his garments, uh, lest he walk about naked and men see his shame. And they gathered them together uh, to the place which is in Hebrew called Armageddon. And so that is what is described as the basic coming together of Armageddon. But God deals in judgment with the nations because of their persecution of Israel, found in Joel 3.2. This is the reason for this battle. Uh, that's the first reason. The second reason is because of the sinfulness of the nations, uh, Revelation 19.15. And then the third is because of their general just ungodliness or godlessness, Revelation 16.9. And so it's been held, I think, pretty much by most that the Battle of Armageddon is, uh, by, or by a lot of people, that is held as uh, isolated from all other events. But yet it's really not. And this is where it gets to be complicated because the battle mentioned in Ezekiel 38 and 39 could actually be a, a, a conflict that, even though it, it, it's at a different time, it, it can the Results of it continue to move all the way through the uh, the tribulation period to culminate in a final conflict known as the Battle of Armageddon. We can't say that for sure, but it does look like that's what it is. Uh, the distinction is, is is very clear to lay out, and I want to do that for you right now. The participants in this campaign, the alignment of nations during the tribulation period, uh, we described last time. And they're, they're, they're just very generally Russia, Turkey, Iran, Sudan, Ethiopia, and Libya. And then some mention these because of their association with them, Somalia, Germany, and Armenia. And so those are the basic nations that are coming together in the, the conflict of the Ezekiel 38 and 39. However, Armageddon is a little bit different. Uh, the Ten Kingdom Federation of the Nations Under the Beast that constitute the final form of the fourth great world empire will be seen during the tribulation period. And this adds a little bit of interesting information because when you have that coming in, you don't actually, ha in, in, in Armageddon, you don't really see that uh, in Ezekiel 38 and 39. So I want to give you as clearly as I can uh, the considerations that make it clear between the, the Gog of Magog of Ezekiel 38 uh, the Gog and Magog of Ezekiel 38, it's not the same battle as Armageddon of Revelation 16. Now, here's why I can say this. And uh, I'm, these are just generally speaking, I'm going to give you eight basic reasons, and uh, they're brief, and it's not to minimize it at all, but it's just to try to answer a question. I could go on for two hours on this, and I just don't want to do that. Number one, the reason these two battles, uh, Ezekiel 38 and Revelation 16, are not the same. In the Battle of Gog, uh, definite allies are mentioned, while in Armageddon, all nations of are engaged. And we, we just read that in these, uh, Revelation chapter 16, uh, verses uh, 14 and 16. All the nations of the world are gathered at Armageddon, and they're not at Gog and Magog of 38, Ezekiel 38. Number two, Gog comes from the north in Ezekiel 38, while at Armageddon, the armies come from the whole earth. And you can begin to see a real big difference in these two. Now, again, Ezekiel 38 could actually work its way all the way through the tribulation with the, 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 the ramifications of that battle and draw its conclusion in the Battle of Armageddon. 
So number three, God comes to take spoil in Ezekiel 38. While in Armageddon, the nations assemble to destroy the people of God. And remember, that's all nations are coming together to go against Israel. Number three, there is a protest against Gog's invasion in Ezekiel 38, but at Armageddon there is no protest for all nations are joined against Jerusalem. There's no one left to protest. A fifth reason that they're different. Gog is the head of the armies of his invasion in Ezekiel 38, but at Armageddon, now get this, the beast or the Antichrist is the head of the invasion in Revelation 19.19. Number six reason they're not the same. Gog is overthrown by uh, acts of nature, or basically God puts a hook in their jaw and takes them into the mountains of Israel and destroys them. But the armies of Armageddon are destroyed by the sword of, of the word of God coming out of Christ's mouth in Revelation 19 uh, to go against those armies. And then number seventh, seventh, seventh reason, these are not the same. <clears throat> and I could have found a lot more, but these are just some general ones that... Uh, uh, I got, and I'll tell you where I got these in just a minute. Uh, Gog's armies are, are are arrayed in the open field. They're drawn together in an open field in uh, Ezekiel 38. While in Armageddon, they are seen in the city of Jerusalem, which is found in Zechariah, uh, all related to Armageddon. So you can see these battles are mentioned in other places, but I didn't want to go to all these places because it really gets to be confusing, I know, to the typical or average listener. Uh, number eight, the Lord calls for assistance in executing judgment on Gog in thirty-eight, in Ezekiel 38. While at Armageddon, he is viewed as treading the winepress all alone. And we can see a parallel passage in that in Isaiah chapter 63. So, uh, the, the only other thing to look at in these is, are these at the same time? Does the Bible give any kind of a general time for these? And it really doesn't. For example, Armageddon is said to be, uh, in, easy, in Revelation chapter 16, the great day of God uh, or the day of the Lord. And so, But we know by following the book of Revelation, when that is, it will be just at the conclusion of the tribulation period as Christ is coming back to earth to set up his kingdom. We know definitively when the Armageddon is. Now, the one thing I mentioned last week is we don't know definitively when this conflict in Ezekiel uh, 38 and 39 is. I, I, I truly believe that we could see that in this that is happening now. I do not know, but we could see it. Uh, that is Russia and Ukraine fighting. I, that could lead to a glance uh, over at Israel and see that they're an easy target and go after them. Uh, but uh, I do not know and can't say definitively about it. But I do think we could see that before the rapture, or if not uh, it, before the rapture, then I think it will happen at just after we're gone in the rapture. It will, I think, happen at the first part of the tribulation period. And the reason for that is because of the thing that is mentioned in, in uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39 relating to the burning of the weapons uh, the seven months uh, and, and the seven or the seven months to, to bury the bodies and the seven years to uh, destroy the weapons that were used against them, and so this this becomes an interesting, very interesting question that someone asked or several people ask, 
And then again, I want to uh, draw a parallel to these two, to the battle that's mentioned in the Revelation chapter 20, uh, verses 7 through 9. And that is also another place where Gog and Magog are mentioned. And I will read that to you in Revelation chapter 20. Uh, This is the third conflict or the third campaign or the third war that's mentioned. In verse 7 of Revelation 20, it says, And when the thousand years are completed, Satan will be released from his prison and will come out to deceive the nations, meaning the nations of the world, which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together for the war. The number of them is like the sands of the seashore. They came up on the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints in the beloved city, and fire came down from heaven and devoured them. So, is that the same battle that is described in Ezekiel 38? No, it is not. Is it the same A battle that is described as the Battle of Armageddon. No, it is not. And the details of these get to be so, so, uh, well, so detailed that it's hard to lay these out for you in, in in a palatable form in just a short period of time. But it is a question that has come forth, and I wanted to answer that as 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 simply as I could. So basically, all three are different uh, at, at different times. One being at the at pretty much probably at the beginning of the tribulation period, whether before or after the rapture, we do not know. The second is the Battle of Armageddon, which I think is clearly laid out just before Christ's return, and that would be at the end of the tribulation period. And the third one is the Gog and Magog as associated with Satan's release at the end of the kingdom, which will be a thousand years later than Armageddon. So that is a clear layout as simply as I can put it. And then the second question that came forth that I wanted to try to get as quickly as I can is that the second question is what has to happen in order for the rapture of the church to take place and uh, this was uh, followed up with several other people who asked the question does the battle of Ezekiel 38 and 39 have to happen before the rapture or will it happen after the rapture well those are questions I can't answer Uh, I do think, by looking at the scriptures in relation to the rapture of the church, I find nothing that has to happen for the rapture of the church to take place. It can happen any moment, and that is what we as Christians look for. We look for the, the sudden or the quickness or the nearness of him taking us out of this earth to heaven, and then the, the, uh, the tribulation period will begin shortly thereafter. Now, Again, let me clarify, the tribulation period does not have to happen, or it's not based on happening uh, with the beginning of the, or at the rapture of the church. In other words, that's not what sets off the beginning of the tribulation period. I believe the beginning of the, the, the tribulation period is begun with the signing of the covenant, uh, or a pact, a seven-year agreement, which is found in Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 to 27. And that will possibly be with the Antichrist and with Israel and uh, other nations that will come along with them and sign that. So, I hope these are interesting and helpful for you. Uh, For now, this is William Rogers uh, giving you another prophecy update or another, uh, I guess we could call it a spotlight on prophecy or prophetic events. And I will uh, join you uh, next time with another prophecy update. I hope these are helpful. Continue to listen and enjoy uh, the information that is coming, and continue to read 
your copy of God's Word. Do not take it for granted that we in this country right now have the freedom to read. It could be taken at any moment. Thank you for joining us today. I appreciate it.